Welcome to Modern Body, Modern Life, the podcast for women who want to lose weight permanently, feel in control around food, and learn how to stop obsessing about their body and food. A modern way of thinking about your weight, your body, and your life includes mindset. I'm body and life coach Courtney Gray, and each week I'm going to teach you the mindset tools that are necessary for changing the way you eat forever. We will uncover why you're eating when you said you were going to stop, what to do when you're really craving something, and how important it is to decide what you want to believe is possible for you. I believe we can get in the best shape of our lives at any age. A modern body, a modern life all starts in your mind. And when you learn how to manage that, losing weight permanently becomes so much easier. Welcome to podcast episode 13. You're happy, so why are you still not eating good? Before I dive into this podcast, I'm really excited to share with you that I spent the weekend in Bakersfield. That's that's not the exciting part. <laughs> I promise you Bakersfield's not that exciting. But I spent the weekend in Bakersfield with my son who's a senior and he got fifth place in state for wrestling. This story is going to, um, this story has a purpose. I'm going to talk more about this in a minute. But I am literally coming in hot recording this podcast. It is Monday night and this podcast is going to air tomorrow morning. So all this information is very hot from the, straight from the presses, if that's exciting to you. <laughs> Sometimes I like knowing that my coach just recorded as opposed to it had been recorded like, uh, you know, a few months ago. So um, I'm coming in hot recording this podcast for you. It was an amazing, amazing weekend. I took a few extra days off of work and we went down there together. He's been working for years so hard on his wrestling and bodybuilding and eating and all of the things. He is truly an amazing athlete and his mental, he really has been working not only on his body, but on his mindset as well. So at some point, I'm going to have all three of my boys on the podcast because all three of them, I know I'm biased, but all three of them are truly amazing human beings. And I feel like honored to be their mom. I think I'm a great mom and I've really helped form them into um, amazing human beings, but they came out of the womb amazing human beings. So I know that um, you have you can learn a lot from them, especially since they've been living with me <laughs> um, and, and living with a person coaching them on their mindset for many, many years. So I'm going to talk more about that experience in a moment, but I, I want to talk about, I had a few clients last week bring up similar conversations. And this happens a lot. It's so interesting how I have a lot of clients and week over week, people come to the calls with different positive things like different wins that they're doing really well. And there's also weeks when they will come with different struggles and frustrations and we coach on those together. But a lot of times they like sync with each other. And so what happened last week is I had a few, I think it was three clients come and say that they had a few days that they didn't eat as well as they had planned. They didn't follow their good eating, but they're really happy. And so they were confused. Like they're like, I'm losing weight. I'm doing well. I'm happy. I don't understand what's going on. And the reason they're confused is one of the things I teach, and if you're new to the podcast, welcome. One of the things I do is I help my clients lose weight permanently by learning how to manage their minds. And often the reason people are eating more than their body needs or eating the foods that their body doesn't need is because they're trying to escape negative emotion. 
meaning they're eating at night because they're bored. They're eating at night because they're annoyed by their family dynamic situation. Maybe they're drinking more than they want to because they're frustrated. Maybe they're feeling restless. Maybe they're feeling purposeless. And so they just, they're eating in a way that doesn't serve their body. And they're really trying to, in that moment, their primitive brain is trying to get them to feel good at all costs. And the easiest way feel to feel good in our society right now, you've heard me say, is food. More than anything, it is so abundant. We can eat it at any time. So my clients are coming to me and they're like, okay, there were two days I did not eat well, but I'm so confused because things are going well and I'm not frustrated and I'm not bored and I'm not unhappy. What, what is going on? And we coached on it and I, I'm excited to coach with those clients again this week because I've been thinking a lot about them as I do and um, I have even more to say about it. And so I'm going to present it here, which I know my clients all listen to my podcast anyways, but I'll be able to coach with them, them on this again in our calls this week. If we understand that our thoughts cause our feelings and our feelings, often negative ones, lead us to overeating, that makes sense to us. You know, it's like if we think about in society, someone walking in and going, oh my God, I need a drink, right? That's that, that scenario that I just described is we're turning to food to feel better. Or you can think of the image of someone on the couch crying because they're grieving because maybe they just, their boyfriend or girlfriend broke up with them and they're like stuffing their face with nachos or ice cream. They're trying to make themselves feel better. That makes sense. But again, what doesn't make sense to a lot of people, what didn't make sense to my clients are, gosh, everything seems like it's going well. I'm losing weight. I'm enjoying the program. What the heck is going on? So what the hell is going on when you're happy? Life is good. Everything is going well and you're not eating the way you really want to eat. What is happening? In order to figure out what's really going on, I want you to consider two things. First, there might be a sneaky negative emotion underneath all the happy, everything is going great. And sometimes it's an emotion that doesn't seem that bad. Something like restless or something like boredom or bothered or annoyed. Those might seem like emotions that are nothing that you necessarily want to escape, but to your primitive brain, they're still a negative emotion. Your primitive brain doesn't want you to be annoyed, bothered, bored. It, it wants you to be happy. It wants you to be content. And so even though you might feel like, no, I'm pretty good. You might have this little underlying annoyance going on that you're not really aware of. And that might be leading you to eating, even though you appear to be doing rather well. So the first thing to do is ask yourself, like, be really honest with yourself. Is there anything really going on? Maybe you're pushing down and you're not really taking a look at. And it might be something so like insignificant that you can't even really pinpoint it first. Have you ever had a moment where you're like, I, I do this quite often. I'll be like, something's bothering me. And I'll even say it to my husband. I'll be like, pause the TV for a second. Something's bothering me. And I just sit there. What is it? What is it? Oh, and then I remember, oh, you know, my sister's going on a long trip and I'm not going to be in touch with her as much. And I'm just a little bit worried. Oh, that's what it is. And then even discovering what it is actually calms me down a bit. Or like before I did my speech, the probably the three weeks before I did my speech a few weeks ago, I would do this often. Something's bothering me. What's going on? Oh, my speech. That's right. I'm nervous about my speech. In the moment, we're not even considering that we have this underlying low grade, restless annoyance or some kind of negative emotion. Try to identify the negative feeling that drove you to eat, even though it doesn't seem 
on your radar right now. And then here's the second thing I want you to consider. It's a question to ask yourself. Think back to a time where you felt like you were doing pretty well. This is especially for my clients who I know are going to listen. If Think back to a time that you were like, I was happy. What's happening? And then you don't eat well. What would you have felt if you had not eaten that food? I'm going to say it again. If you're driving at a high level, all is good. You're like, yes, life is great. And you eat in a way that you were not planning on eating, in a way that does not serve your goals. Imagine had you not eaten that food, what would have come up then? What would you have felt then? If you take the food away, what happens then? And this might be, this is hard. You can't just kind of think about this for two seconds. You really have to dive into this one, really dive deep. And this might be a great time for you to do a little journaling. What happens? Think back to that time. What happens if I would have taken the food away? How would I have felt then? Often you will figure out that that feeling is what you were protecting yourself from, even though it wasn't really on your radar before you went to eat. So let me give you a story that will kind of showcase this happening. So we're in Bakersfield this weekend with my son. He came in fifth place. He, I think he lost, I think he only lost one match. One, I think. Um, Maybe two. I could be wrong. But I think it was just one. But pretty much the whole weekend was amazing. He did well. His good friends on the team all did well. It was just wonderful. His coach was, his coaches, there were like five of them there, all amazing human beings. The coach's wife was there. I got to spend time with her. She's amazing. And then one of the assistant coach's girlfriends was there. got to meet her and connect with her. I mean, it was just absolutely amazing. And then of course, I'm I'm very big on on being grateful. You know me. I start every day thinking, what are five things I'm grateful for? And, And one of the things I was grateful for is that all my clients were, um, able to move to different days, right? Any of my clients that normally I saw on Thursday, they bumped to a different day. So I was able to go and be with Ryan the whole three days at this tournament. It was actually four days. It was amazing. I was thrilled the whole time, just thrilled, proud. He started getting offers from colleges on the second day of the tournament. It was amazing. It was amazing. I'll, I'll end up telling you where he goes to college at a, a later time when he makes his choice, but it was just an amazing weekend. We go out to eat after he's done wrestling. So he gets fifth place. We are all crying and hugging. He showers. We get ready to go to dinner. They chose, there was a group of probably 15 of us, most of them kids. They chose a burger place. Not a place I would ever normally choose. But it wasn't about me. It wasn't a problem at all. This was a place that the boys wanted to go to. So it was no problem at all for me. So we get there and I'm the type of person that always has an idea of what I'm going to eat. So my idea in my head is I'm going to have some sort of salad with with a protein. A salad with shrimp or salad with salmon or salad with chicken or steak. And so we get there and I look at the menu and there's literally milkshakes, chili fries, hamburgers. They did have a, like a black bean burger, but that wasn't my plan. And they had, I think two salads, maybe three, but two of, there was one salad that seemed acceptable to to me, one salad that seemed acceptable, but it really didn't seem that great. It was like a fruit and kale salad. And then I could get grilled chicken on top of it. It was the obvious choice for me. I had already planned on it and there it was right there on the menu. And I was all of a sudden slipping into major mind drama about it. I was sitting there thinking, I don't want this salad. This really does not sound good to me. And I was just very adamant, like, I really don't want this. And let me just pause for a moment and let me tell you what I would have done 
six or seven years ago when I was not in control around food, when I was not at the weight I wanted to be before I lost weight and got to my ideal weight, when I just really didn't understand the mindset to any of this, what I would have done is I immediately would have been like, oh my gosh, I deserve to have a hamburger and a milkshake and onion rings. Even though I didn't eat that way very much, even back then, I would have been like 100% I deserve all of this food. And I would have easily clicked over, yep, I deserve it, would have eaten it with abandon when my stomach would have started probably hurting halfway through because that's a lot of food for me. And I would have been fine until all of a sudden we were walking out the door and then I would have said, what the hell just happened? I can't believe I ate that food. I I should not have eaten that food. What is wrong with me? And that's when the shame cycle would have started for me. And I would have told myself, it's okay. We're going to start eating better tomorrow. It's no problem. And then I would have been like, you really told yourself you wanted to lose weight. Why are you eating this way? Everyone saw you eating this way when you claim to be a healthy person. I would have been in a shit storm, a mental shit storm. That's what I would have done a long time ago. And then if we keep going, let's be real, I would have started the next day off doing better. It's no problem. It's no problem. And then I probably would have ended up doing this again, or at the very least the second day. This was a roller coaster I was on for a few years. But so let me explain to you what I do now. I knew the obvious choice was that kale salad and that chicken. And even my new girlfriend, Nikita, said, what are you going to have? And I said, and I even said, Ugh. I said, I guess I should have this kale salad and chicken, but it's not looking good to me. And she goes, oh, no, it looks good. And so what I did was I did my three-step process. And I've talked about my three-step process before, but I'm going to talk about it again because you can't hear this enough. My three-step process to be able to follow through in the moment and eat the way you want to. The first step is I allowed the two D's, D's as in dog. I allowed desire and I allowed discomfort. And my desire in that moment was I allowed desire for the fact that I wanted onion rings, a hamburger, and a milkshake. And I sat there and I'm like, I don't know what's going on with you, boo, but we want this other food. We want the milkshake. We want all these things. And I just allowed it. It's okay that we want this. I just admitted it to myself. I didn't try to say, no, no, no. I'm like, yes, right now that is looking amazing. And then the second thing I allowed is the discomfort, the discomfort of the desire, the discomfort of the back and forth in that moment in my head. It was like, what's going on, Courtney? This is uncomfortable that I want something that I'm really like, is not normally what I would eat. Is the discomfort of my brain trying to kind of go back and forth and justify why I should have it. Because my brain gave me that same thought. That same thought that came to me six years ago, you deserve it, was coming back to me. It was like, you deserve it. It's been such a fun weekend. Everyone else is getting all this delicious food. You don't want to be the only one left out. And then I started saying crazy things like, if you have a salad, you're going to be hungry later. I mean, it's ridiculous what our primitive brain comes up with. And then I was saying, no, we're going to stick to the plan. It was literally this like angel on one shoulder, devil on the other shoulder. What was really happening, it was my primitive brain that just wanted me to eat all the things in the moment, wrestling with my prefrontal cortex. My prefrontal cortex is really the, what I consider me. It's the me that wants the best for myself. It's the me that wants the best for not only me in the moment, but me that night who wanted to sleep well and not have stomach cramps. And it's the me in the future that wants to look good and feel good. 
And for me, it's not even, I'm not trying to lose weight. I'm just trying to maintain what I have done here and get stronger. So I allowed the two Ds, the desire and discomfort. I was like, yes, this is happening. And I wasn't mad about it. I was just observing all of it, the back and forth. And then the second step is I gave myself some space. Now, when I say give myself some space, normally what I do is I head to the ladies room. At any moment, whether you're in your own house, whether you're at a friend's house, whether you're at a restaurant, whether you're at work or at a wedding, if you are feeling like I want something and it's gripping me right now, you need to allow the two Ds and get to the restroom. (laughs) I just think the restroom is a no-brainer. A lot of times in the moment, we feel like we are, I liken it to like, you know, when you watch a movie, uh, not a movie, you know, when you watch like during Shark Week, they show all those episodes. Am I the only (laughs) person who's into Shark Week? I might be. But during Shark Week, they show all of these videos of great whites coming up and like all of a sudden attacking. And all of a sudden the great whites, their eyes become like white. Their eyes like roll back in their head or something. I'm sure there's something scientific I'm missing, but you, it's like their eyes roll back. And I have told clients, I feel like that is what happens to us sometimes in the moment when all of a sudden we literally start eating and it's like, we don't even know what fucking happened to us right? Have you ever done that? Where you're like, I had a plan and then I don't know what happened. And that's kind of what my clients were saying this week. Like, I'm happy. I, I, I don't even know what happened. All of a sudden I've got my hands in the chips and I'm eating a donut and I, I don't know what happened. When you head to the ladies room, you give yourself a moment. I didn't have to go to the ladies room because I was about eight people back in line. So I just held, I was like, girl, hold. We are giving ourselves a moment to deal with this. And this doesn't happen to me very often, but I was excited it happened because I knew I was going to be able to talk to you about it. And even in that moment, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a podcast episode. Doesn't happen. It probably, this probably happens to me once every few months. The last time, if you've been listening to my podcast and even my old podcast, you know this happened to me when I was in Nashville last, oh, was it August? July, maybe? And it was over some pizza. The third step, after you give yourself space, the third step is, what do I want more? That's what you want to ask yourself. What do I want more? Yes, we are admitting that in this moment, in this moment, I wanted the hamburger, the onion rings, and the milkshake. But what I wanted more was many things. I wanted to sleep well that night, and I knew if I ate all that food, I wouldn't. I wanted to to feel good the next day, and I knew if I ate that food, I'd wake up with the stomach cramps. I knew I wanted to feel proud of myself and that is a big one. And I'm telling you, if you aren't used to feeling proud of yourself, it is an amazing thing to do. You want to feel this, my friend. After you make a decision and you go through this three-step process, allow yourself to feel very proud. And so I knew I wanted to feel proud of myself. I wanted that more than the food. And I wanted to keep my fitness and, and the way I look and feel, I want that more than the food. But I think the pride is really what I wanted more than anything. And so I ordered the salad. And then ironically, this was actually kind of hilarious because the salad comes out with no dressing on it. It's a kale salad with no dressing. Let me say that again. A kale salad with no dressing. I mean, I might as well just go out in my front yard and grab some grass off my front lawn and start eating it. It wasn't that bad. But if you know kale, kale is not not a fun food in my opinion. When I eat kale, I legit do it because I know it is serving my body. 
but it came out with no dressing. And I even thought I should ask for dressing. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going for it. This is going to be one of those times that it is really not a party in my mouth. It is just going to serve my body. And I just am doing this to be proud of myself. This is being in control around food. Even having to use this three-step process, I'm going to be using this three-step process for the rest of my life. Because for the rest of my life, from time to time, I'm going to be caught in a situation where all of a sudden I want something and that I wasn't expecting. And so here's what I said to myself and here's what made me think back to my clients this week. I'm like, what is going on? I'm, I'm so happy. Why am I eating off what I said I was going to do? Why am I eating off my own protocol when everything is going so well and I'm so happy? I'm not stressed. I'm not bored. I'm not anxious. I'm not, well, I was a little tired from sitting in the gym all day, but what was happening? And so after the, the, at the end of the night, I really thought what was really going on there? And I thought to myself, oh, I think I was anxious. Of course I was anxious. It was an emotional roller coaster for my son and for these coaches and for the other wrestlers. I was watching their matches. I was seeing them win, which is so exciting. And then I was seeing them get pinned and you're in tears because these kids are like, so they've come so far and now they're out and maybe they didn't get as far as they wanted. It is an emotional roller coaster, And it didn't occur to me in that moment because we were all there celebrating. So I couldn't identify in the moment. Oh, I see what's going on. I'm stressed for my son. All I thought was, oh my God, my son is getting college offers. This is what I've wanted for him. He went farther than he, they even predicted. They predicted he would come in sixth place. He came in fifth. It wasn't until that night as I was going to bed that I really said, what happened there? And I really analyzed it. I thought, oh, I was really anxious. And it was just emotion in general. It was a lot. And it's okay But this is what I did for my clients when they came and they're like, things seem to be going well. And I'm like, this is what we need to do. We need to think things seem to be going well, but was there anything underneath? Even excitement can make you feel unsettled. Even excitement can like deregulate your nervous system. Even excitement sometimes is a, this is a new situation and to your primitive brain, it's not quite safe because we don't normally feel this way. We don't normally feel so much excitement. I'm like crying, hugging his coaches, thanking them for everything they've done. You know, and then a coach comes up, hey, we'd like to offer you a spot on the team. What is happening? And I'm calling my husband. I'm calling my parents. I mean, it was crazy. My primitive brain was like, hey, you know what? This is not normal. You need to make yourself feel better right now. And so the next time you find yourself eating in a way that you kind of don't understand and you're like, this doesn't make sense. I'm really happy. What's going on? Consider these two things. Are there any really low grade kind of maybe lighter emotions that don't seem that bad that are there? Maybe something like restlessness or annoyed or kind of ugh kind of feelings. Or ask yourself, if I hadn't have eaten that, what came up? And that's, that was the second question is that, cause when I asked myself the first question, I'm like, no, there's no underlying low grade negative emotion. But when I said to myself, when I decided not to eat what came up and that's, I think when I realized, oh, this is just a lot. It's a lot of good, but it's just a lot. I hope this one was powerful for you. Reach out to me and let me know how you're loving this podcast. And it would mean so much to me if you followed 
subscribed, gave me a rating and review. It helps more and more people find the podcast when you share it and rate it and review. And that would mean so much to me. I'm so glad you're here. Have a great Tuesday. If you are ready to lose weight permanently, feel confident and at peace around food, I invite you to have a conversation with me. Schedule a consultation to talk about the results I get my private one-on-one clients and how I can help you live in the body you deserve. There's a link in the show notes to find a time for you and I to meet, as well as links to my website and my social sites.